Boruto is, is kind of shit. God, the way they draw Hinata made me act in some kind of way. <laughs> God, those like hips, milk man. Hinata? Hello. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. <laughs> and joining me tonight, I have our czar of source material, John, who's just an expert mime, apparently. <laughs> I love how that every time me or Natai just, like, mouth the intro with you, you just start fucking busting up it's i i gotta stop i gotta make my cadence more unnatural so you guys can't follow it oh <laughs> uh we also have our working class stiff himself chinoda join unions it makes you better <laughs> it makes you stronger Speaking of, uh, that is what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into it, well, not about unionizing, not unions, not unions, not union specifically. No, but before we actually do get into it, I do want to say, uh, for those of you uh, who are uh, new here, uh, be sure to uh, subscribe down below if you want to see more of this. Uh, hit the like button if you like what you see, and of course, uh, let us know down below if uh, we leave out any. Uh, potential anime character tonight uh, that you think we should have talked about. And because of that, what we are going to be talking about <clears throat> is, uh, well, if you're watching this on the day it comes out and you're an American, I want to say happy Labor Day. Um, and in the spirit of that, John came up with this idea of talking about anime characters who, like working class heroes, um, have worked their way up from being a zero to a hero. Yeah. So I don't remember why I had this idea to watch. Just probably because I was watching an anime. And I was like, this is a really good story of someone who's like went zero to hero. And then after I made the idea, I completely forgot to write down who I was thinking of. So <laughs> goodbye to that person. <laughs> it's gone. I, if I don't write things down, I will forget within five, ten minutes. That's I'm the, oh, the problem. Man, I, I'm the exact same way. Like, that's why I always keep like, I got I got a notebook, which you can buy on our store, by the way. <laughs> nice, God, plug, bro. nice plug. But I keep I keep this nearby me when I'm when I'm, you know, like just sitting here. It's like because I'll have these ideas and it's like I can't do anything about this now. But in like an hour or two, I can. But in an hour or two, that idea is going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, I'll be out with uh, my wife and she keeps <laughs> she's she, she's unofficially the secretary of the podcast because <laughs> whenever I just like have ideas i'll tell it to her and then she'll, mm. she'll just jot it down because she knows i will not remember it mm. absolutely will not remember it and then she'll bring it up to me later like hey remember this idea you had i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> thank you for reminding me though <laughs> She's uh but yeah we're going to be talking about some anime characters um that we like that are for lack of a better term they start out near or at the bottom in terms of like power status strength money abilities intelligence what have you and through either hard work luck uh being in the right place at the right time finding a certain macguffin in the story they find some way to reach the top of whatever they are whatever setting they're in and become the hero um i'm gonna start off with someone that i think all of us think 
embodies this kind of idea or this trope really well, and that is Simone from Gurren Lagann. Woo! Row! 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 Fight the power! power. <laughs> Um, oh, I do want to also say uh, going forward, we might actually get into some minor, minor spoilers uh, for some of the characters we're going to be talking about. We'll be sure to say if we're going to spoil something before we actually say it. Um, but um, I didn't want to get that out of the way up front. But it's Simone. Um, I don't think you can get closer to the bottom than he was. The dude literally lived underground, had never yeah. seen the sky. <laughs> so uh, I think that Simone is a perfect example of like, work hard and become like the best that you can be because mm. that's literally what he does. <clears throat> but yeah. I will say uh, another hero from the exact same show would be uh, Kaneki. Or, um, Kaneki? That's I was thinking, Tokyo Ghoul. No, what are you talking Tokyo about? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking about, that was one of the other heroes I was thinking about earlier. I don't want do you mean but, um, Ka- Kamina? Kamina, yeah. <laughs> it had a K in it. <laughs> That's that. Those are two very different anime yeah. characters. No, but uh, he's just, he's the first person who instilled that hope into Simone to like mm. rise above and like, we don't need to live underground anymore. Don't you want to see the stars? Mm. And like, he's just so cool, dude. Oh God. He's just, like... I mean, they, they kind of are a little bit opposite when they first meet because Simone's this person who's kind of like accepted his lot in life. It's like, this is what I'm going to be forever. And common is like the, the always dreamer. Like he's always thinking about what could be not what is. Yeah. Yeah. That's and... why they make a good duo. Well, he's like he's a hero to Simone because Simone wishes that he could be as outgoing as his older brother. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the struggle of humanity in Gurren Lagann mm. or Gurren Lagann, if you're a weirdo and care about how it's actually supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> Topotengan Gurren Lagann. <laughs> no one ever says the Topotengan. Um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's literally about humanity and how humanity is a bunch of spirals because they're always spiraling down and into like darkness and impossible stuff. And it, it's about the human condition because like mm. once they reach the surface and humanity breaks through and does that, it's like they become evil as fuck again. And it, it's like a, he Simone, who becomes a hero, all of a sudden becomes the villain. But then despite all that, despite the world hating him, my guy still goes in. And he fucking he loses everything to save the world again. And I'm like, bro, Simone, John, John, are you are you telling me this anime that's just got big titties and cool fight scenes is actually super deep? (laughs) Yeah. What? No way. (laughs) What are you talking about? No, I say that because there's like this brainlet I saw on Twitter that's like, yeah, people just like Gurren Lagann because it's it's just got cool fight scenes and big titties. And I'm like, my guy, I mean, you're right. Helps. <laughs> my guy, my guy, you're right. But there's so much more to this show you missed. <laughs> Listen, Yoko is 14. You pervs, <laughs> calm down. I mean that 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 is true, but that don't mean she don't got big titties. No, but teacher Yoko, when she becomes of age, that's a okay. Oh lord. Oh, oh lord. lord. That was some fine wine. <laughs> well, we'll get to we'll get to some time skip glow ups later in this discussion. Yeah, but it's just a perfect example of someone who becomes a hero and he stuck mm-hmm. true to his word. That it's just amazing watching Simone grow up and become a man in his own right and protect everything that is dear to him as as great as possible that he can and the the heroic sacrifices that he goes through for that alone like that's spoiler territory about like the type of heroic sacrifices he mm. has to make like especially at the end the very end and it's just like dude 
I fucking when I first remember watching that, I hated humanity so much. I was like, you, I can't <laughs> believe you would save these selfish motherfuckers. They turned on you, and yet you still chose to save them, sacrificing everything you loved to save them. And I'm like, they didn't deserve you, Simone. They did not deserve you. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the, the indomitable human spirit is uh, <laughs> it's a great um, zero to hero like metaphor analogy 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 i i may have i may have mentioned this on the podcast previously but have i ever told you guys what um hiroyuki imaishi said the definition of being a man is what he said that the definition of being a man is constantly realizing that you have weaknesses bettering yourself because of them and protecting the people around you wow with your with with your improvements Truly wow. a man of all men. I yes. I can't like that's if you ever wanted a great definition of what being a man should be, it's like that's it. it and I think that someone like Simone embodies that mentality perfectly. But yeah, I Simone, like you start see where he starts out, literally under the fucking ground, and he just becomes this absolute hero to the people around him, mostly because he becomes better for the people around him. And even though they like they attach titles to him, they add responsibility to him, and he never shirked his duty. He never ran away. He shouldered all of it for them. Hmm. Do you notice that the, he even has a title when you first meet him? He's Simone the Digger. What do diggers do? They all they only go down. Was it digger? I thought it was the driller <laughs> or driller digger. What was, I, 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 I always thought it was. Was it I, is it driller you know or what? digger? You know what? I haven't seen Gurren Lagan in so long. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I mean, it's a perfect excuse to rewatch. It, it. It's a great. It, it, there's no bad excuse to rewatch Gurren Lagan, <laughs> but it may, maybe it's driller. I don't know. Either way, I mean, it's still not a, a title that's super regal. Whether it's Digger or Driller. Right. And then by the time he's getting all these titles and they become more and more like grandiose. Reading the chat that Shinoda just sent. <laughs> oh, oh my God. We have no women on our list. We are legitimately sexist. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Go on. Go on. Just uh, go on. Uh, uh. <laughs> Oh my god. Well go on. You're next, Chinoda. Yeah, oh, Chinoda. Right, on that right. note. I am next. Um so I want to talk about Asta from Black Clover. Fuck off. Ooh. Hold on. Hold on. Relax. Can relax. <laughs> I can see you getting ready. Um he is legitimately zero to hero. Like even growing up, he had no magic, nothing like that. And he was like Alright, fine. I'll just build up my muscles. And that's what the kid did. He he was like, I'll just become the strongest in my own way. And I fucking love him for that. He is a go-getter. He is very much... He trained hard as hell every goddamn day. And he managed to make friends, a whole family for himself. And ends up being beloved in his whole kingdom. Bro, I love that shit. People will hate on Black Clover for multitude of reasons, a lot of which are valid, honestly. But the zero to hero arc that Asta gets, it's amazing. I hate I, that he's right, but I hate I the know. show. <laughs> so, 
I know that you're right, Shinoda. Asa is a perfect example of Zero to Hero. Just like how Deku from My Hero Academia is a Zero to Hero. Green yet, Naruto. Green Naruto. And yet I don't like that they're I don't like that you're right. I hate it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he <laughs> I hating the shonen genre in some aspects aside, and some of these newer top three shows i guess um oh fuck off there's only one big three <laughs> yeah and and next month they're all well actually this month by the time this comes out they're all going to be airing together again <laughs> fucking wild yeah. brand new episodes of naruto the original naruto bleach and one piece are all going to be airing at the same time again but i I mean, I don't like Black Clover. That's not a secret. I've talked about it a little bit. I just don't care for it. Um, I think Asa's a whiny little bitch. But he definitely works hard because that's the entire, you know, that's the entire shonen genre in a nutshell, right? Working hard mm -hmm. to become better, losing battles, but then winning wars. And as someone myself who's in a bit of a fitness journey right now to lose like 30 pounds and gain some muscle, uh, I can respect the uh, workout grind. <laughs> <laughs> it is not easy it is not fun no god damn it, it's way it, it's way easier gaining weight than losing weight and gaining it's muscle. so oh, much yeah. more fun to gain weight i know yeah it's like if i do calorie counting it's like oh man i just i saved on all these calories all week and then one day can destroy all of it just one yeah. day and it's like oh whoops <laughs> but man yeah. i tell you that mcdonald's embracing the weeb really makes me want to go get a burger <laughs> what do you mean i just i just i just want i just want the actual devil to Wait, take john my order. did you not see no what oh so, oh. oh the uh the mcdonald's the anime character is doing your orders now that's right yeah so it, yeah Mark there's the mcdonald's is doing a bunch of uh Mag i guess Ronald's. uh is doing a bunch of collabs with other like media properties that have featured mcdonald's in them so now mm -hmm. the characters from those uh shows and movies and anime will actually take your order now I'm wondering if it's gonna be like just a pre, like recorded script, or it is, is it gonna be like an an AI with their voice. To take no, it, it it's just a pre recorded thing. I, oh, I think they're like, I, I think they're just showing like may I take your order? I think like, they're just showing like clips from the different shows and movies and stuff. Oh shit! Free That's actually kind of cool. But at the same time, John, what you said is kind of terrifying because I know that's the it exact route that it's gonna go eventually. Listen, an AI will never be able to rep perfectly replicate someone's order because people fuck it up all the time <laughs> but anyway we move on. Aside. Um, yeah. to the real true shonen zero to hero <laughs> boruto's dad <laughs> uh naruto because when i think of a shonen zero to hero i'm pretty sure yeah i would I, I was gonna say maybe maybe luffy but no we don't talk about that when the tie is not here. Well, because One Piece, you got to be honest. One Piece is still running, dude. It still has good sales. It, it has never dropped in popularity, All right? Anime and manga. But it's only grown. It's only I, I still, yeah, I still genuinely wonder what's going to happen to Shonen Jump sales when that series finally ends. Retired. It's like, all right, yeah. I've made billions of dollars. I don't need to do this anymore. No idea. But I, th when I think Shonen protagonists quite literally naruto pops into my head 
because me too. I just the first thing, literally every conception. I, I I get it. Zero to Hero is probably usually all shown in shows, but I think of Naruto because from the inception of day one of Naruto, he is a zero by all standards. No power, no bitches, no money, no family. Everyone literally, hates him. Everyone fucking hates him. The village hates him. And he, you know, he gets, he becomes the fucking Hokage. He meets his dream. He protects the people that he loves. He protects his village at the end. And now he has he a gets the show. fattest milf bitch you can imagine. He pulls Hinata, bro. <laughs> Truly, the only thing that mattered at the end. The triple S card. <laughs> oh my god! He's talking about a super secret special rare right there. God, oh my god. he and literally he pulled won. a princess. <laughs> want to talk about a glow up, Hinata, bro? Woo! You want to talk about a real zero to hero, them hips on Hinata from <laughs> first time we see her to Boruto? Mm. Let me tell you something. We may shit on Boruto a lot on this podcast. One thing I will not shit on and I will praise Boruto for is giving us Milf Hinata. God damn. Praise be. <laughs> but yeah, no. So everything in Naruto just makes me think zero to hero because the opening songs, the sequences to them, the ending songs, the sequence to them, all the story arcs are all about improvement and stuff. It's always about Naruto and, you know, his village and him always trying to save the village, even though they hate him. Literally, mm. they hate him. And then once, like, the village starts to realize, like, Naruto's always been tr fighting hard to try to save the village and stuff like that. And he has uh, losses along the way that which help strengthen his character and his just mental fortitude. And it's like he starts off as this goofy kid who's just like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, I, I would just be goofy because it gets me attention. You know, he's a little prankster because people hate him. So he's let just me like randomly change my gender. Yeah, he's just being a little shit kid because he's like, whatever, society doesn't care about me. But I'll become Hokage and show them anyway. And he does it. <laughs> the journey along the way is truly um, insane because, like, you know, when he when he first learns how to do the Rasengan, right? He's training at the waterfall, and there's the um the episode where Sakura like comes to meet him and she's like, wow, he's actually been training really fucking hard. I'm like, he's always been training really fucking hard. She has that realization that ever since he was a kid, he's always been training hard to be accepted by the village. John, it, it, that was the part where I was like, bitch, if you'd only kept your eyes on anyone, but Sasuke, you'd have noticed that by fucking now. <laughs> I know Sakura, you bitch. It's okay. We got better. <laughs> we got Hinata. So it doesn't matter. Y'all will shit on Sakura, but like, never give her the. It's not just us. The fucking creator, Masashi Every, Kishimoto, shits did, on Sakura. Like, <laughs> yeah. The fact of the matter is, she does get better. She gets so much better, and she gets so much better as a person as well. No, no. no. In original, in the before time skip Naruto, she's kind of just a, a joke character. No, but, she really is. But once shipping and rolls around, yeah, she starts growing as a character, and actually, she becomes a person instead of. Just I would a say, I would say by the end of Shippuden, she's definitely become her own character. Yeah. Um, and even I would say, again, as much as we should on Boruto, even more so in the beginning of Boruto. I, oh, yeah. there I was literally a... only read the first twelve chapters of Boruto, so I have no idea. <laughs> I've uh, well... actually watched the anime. There, there, there was actually a, a whole a mini arc that was dedicated to uh, Sasuke. Um, he went to prison as an undercover thing, and there was like just a cute little romance uh subplot with uh sakura sasuke showing there. emotions other yeah, than i know right yeah no me. it was actually super cute it was really cute and like it was actually a nice thing to see them grow as characters 
and just actually express things. Um, you know, Burb posts a lot of Boruto's fight sequences in our uh, Discord, and every mm -hmm. time I watch, I'm like, the fights look so cool. I want to watch this. It's very hate... specific. It's not all of them, so, as someone so who's watched it all. Fr from okay. what I have heard, because Masashi Kishimoto has actually come back to start writing Boruto, um, it has gotten better story-wise, so... <laughs> Maybe I'll actually start reading it then or watching. Uh, it you, you just got to get through like the first, I don't know, 50 fucking chapters or so of bullshit. John, I don't know if I could recommend it to you. Because oh, no, some... dude, don't say that. <laughs> as someone who's both watched and read Naruto and everything, it's um, it's a lot of things that happen that will upset you. I know there's one yeah. character that comes back and I'm like, don't do this to me. Don't fucking do this to me. you got you know do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Oh, I was like, who go, don't it? pull my heartstrings like this. Wait. If, if, if I know who it is, then I know what you guys are saying. I can <laughs> yeah. see I can read the text between the lines, bro. Yeah. No, uh, I, in a non-spoilery way, there's a time travel like thing that happens in it. Boruto, and oh my god, I, I I'm not gonna lie, there was a little there was a tear. There was a <laughs> tear. Man, oh, there were man. several tears. Fuck you. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe after this recording, I'm just gonna like binge Boruto and catch up in a single day. Who knows? But yeah, I think Naruto is the epitome. Epitome? Epitome? Epitome. Epitome, thank epitome. you. Yeah. <laughs> I used to call it epitome, and I was like, I don't remember which one is wrong. I used to say one of them and someone corrected me and like, You mean epitome? I'm like, no, mm. epitome. What? But uh the epitome of Zero to Hero, Shonen. Mm hero like shown in general in general yeah i agree um so i guess moving on from one blonde-haired protagonist to another um thorfinn from vinland saga um this dude starts out not having a whole lot to his name obviously as a kid uh loses his father and then gets taken in by a band of mercenaries to just have this absolute grudge against its leader and want to kill him and like it, not to spoil anything but he moves on from that and then becomes a fucking slave like this dude is the like if Subaru were not an isekai protagonist he would be Thorfinn because he's constantly <laughs> suffering it's sir the amount of suffering Thorfinn has gone through in his life it's horrific. It's tragic. And this but then he, he comes out of all this better for it. He comes out he of all does, that better because, person. Because he grows. He's constantly growing. He's learning lessons. He's actually evaluating himself. Now, for the first couple of years of his childhood, he was just stuck in the mindset of, I'm going to have revenge. I'm just going to kill anyone and everyone just to become a better killer so mm -hmm. that I can kill this one specific person and that's all he was about but then as he grows up as he uh gets sold into slavery he starts regretting that my very minor spoilers he has he starts getting some serious i mean serious ptsd um some of the same stuff i've seen in my military friends as well honestly i was like huh wow this looks exactly the same hmm. um but serious self-reflection and he becomes such a better person and 
almost everyone around him recognizes that. They're like, wow, you are not a kid. You really grew up. And that was amazing to see. A man of your status, power, farming, really? (laughs) It's a quiet life. (laughs) I know sequel quotes kind of through memes. Farming? Really? A man of your talents? Yeah, that there we go. Something like that. It's a peaceful life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, Thorfinn, I mean, the dude suffers a lot, but he comes out of all that suffering so much better for it. He learns to be a better person. He learns to be a better man. He learns to be a better friend. Um, I guess minor spoilers for future parts. He learns to be uh, a good husband. Uh, Husband, what? Yeah, it's gonna be shocking to you. He finds a wife eventually. Um, He has a wife, you know. He has a wife, you know. (laughs) Incontinent. That I don't. That scene will never not be funny to me. God, can we get anime Monty Python, please? (laughs) I don't know. If Monty Python being animated would make it any funnier than it originally is. I don't know. You could do more exaggerated like stuff with the faces. No, I just. All right. So specifically in that scene, um, when he does the whole incontinent, incontinentia, that it's like improv. So like the guards don't actually know that this is Mm. in like, this is not in the script. So them holding back their laughter is real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like a, a little behind the scenes thing I saw about it. And I was like, that's so fucking funny, dude. Like, yeah, that's if scene... I was hired as like guard number three and I'm like, <laughs> in continuity <into> buttocks. <laughs> all, 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 all those people who were playing guards in that scene were told that if they laughed, they'd lose their jobs. <laughs> and they oh, didn't God. have any idea was what was going to happen in the script. So all that laughter is real. You can even see one of the guards' mouth. God, no. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, for for those of you that haven't seen Vinland Saga, for fuck's sake, go watch it because it's a great character study of Thorfinn, and you actually get to watch him start out from pretty much nothing and become such a better person through endless suffering. Which yeah. you know, I I think that it's Subaru. <laughs> Vinland Saga is a really good self growth story. Mm-hmm. because that's what it's been about the entire time though i i can see that why people were disappointed in season two because season one you think it's going to be about him just like growing up and like getting revenge and being a badass right and like going around mm-hmm. kicking ass and warring and whatnot but it's like nope that's not been the story this entire time Do you that, know, that was there one was, part of his life there was, there's something that reminds me about that so recently on on twitter was it Lo- logan paul's the one that fights all the time right I don't know, bro. I don't know. One of the fucking those, those idiot brothers uh, said that he walked out of Oppenheimer because it was just talking. It's like, yeah, this is just what people think of season two of uh, Vinland Saga. It's like, oh, man, it's just, that really does put it well, actually, though. It's just, it's just people talking. It's like, yeah, you're not the target audience. <laughs> Sir, dude literally thought he'd go into to understand this. <laughs> dude, dude literally thought he'd go into Oppenheimer. There'd be subway surfers in the bottom of the screen to fucking keep his attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> dude, what a dystopian like future? You go to watch something, but it's because of people's short attention spans. 
they gotta have subway surfers on the bottom <laughs> or freaking lego hot wheels playing in the background or something or like, something oh, minecraft or whatever minecraft speed jumping whatever oh, i hate i hate this future we live in <laughs> anyway uh moving on Tenoda. speaking um, of hinata <laughs> speaking of hinata the the worst hinata excuse you what Orange do you hinata. mean the worst Orange hinata, hinata. <laughs> what do you mean sir sir take back your accusations your horrid words i shall not Hey, Hi let's Q. be honest. Haikyuu is a mid-sports anime at best. But the porn is S-tier. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. The yaoi is. Woo! Mama! That's a spicy meatballs. Oh, just, hey, it's, it's just like My Hero Academia. The show might be mid, but the porn is perfection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, John's clearly wrong opinions aside, <laughs> Hinata from Haikyuu is such a wonderful character. From uh, when he was a young kid, he saw a wonderful game of volleyball, and he, he was just like, holy shit, that looked awesome. I want to do that. And this was just a kid uh, starting from zero. And he trained hard as all hell. And even the, then, in the beginning, he wasn't that great. He really wasn't. Like, he had speed to him, but he was he's a short guy. Like, he is very right. tiny. And for volleyballers, that's normally not a great thing to be, to be short and yeah, playing so volleyball. So one thing that's unique to uh, Haikyuu, I would say, for in recent sports anime is that usually in sports anime, like there's like, Oh my God, there's this ungodly skilled level guy in sports and he has to play with us. And he mm. does like crazy shit. Like, you know, I'm thinking like Curry, Curry no basket. It's mm. like, I, I can literally teleport and do a jump fade shot. <laughs> He's so fast. <laughs> or even some of the real cool shit you see on uh blue lock. Yeah. I don't watch blue lock. I, I don't know. That's the soccer one, right? Yeah, yeah that's the, the most recent one. like big soccer anime. Uh, but I mean, I guess I, for any older anime fans out there, um, Ice Shield Twenty One is a perfect example of a oh sport god, starting from zero. Like, but it's a little bit racist in some parts. But let's let's not talk about that. A, a little, a little. <laughs> John, have you seen the portrayal of black people in that show? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's it's fallen off, but. I think that the uh, the showing of Hinata trying hard and that helping spur on his camaraderie with his um, teammates is beautiful. Mm. Like that, that's one thing that I I really loved about doing team sports growing up is that the the type of brotherhood that you forge with your teammates is just it feels amazing because it's like you're one team, you're one you're one movement. It's like it's it's this whole unity thing, man. It makes you feel complete. Did either of you play volleyball growing up? I played football. Uh, I, I I played volleyball in middle school. It's a lot harder than it looks. Oh, I bet. I hey, bet. you're constantly using uh, your squatting and stuff all the time. Mm. Like, why do you think the U.S. women's volleyball team is thick as hell, bro? <laughs> I mean, like, you, can you also think say I'm that... kidding. Okay, you think I'm kidding, right? But there was literally the U.S. Olympic volleyball team 
that was doing the videos or the shorts or whatever on TikTok or some shit where they were doing the uh the ass roll check where like they lay flat on their stomach and they have to roll the bar over their butt. Yes. <laughs> right? This is a legitimate thing. I am not kidding. I've seen it. <laughs> and I, it's called the cake check or some shit like that that they were doing. And I'm just like, damn boy, she dick as hell. <laughs> I mean, you can say the same thing about soccer, female soccer players too. Yeah, because they're running. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they got the thickest thighs out there. Jeez. Anyway, I I completely forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I uh, won't go along. Sports and working, long. sports and working hard, and so, camaraderie, team sports. Oh yeah, like this is a great zero to hero background for a lot of things because, like in sports, you don't start off as the best player, right? That, mm. That's just it's an it's not impossible, but you know because we have like really good. There are people who. Well, people who are born with just natural talent. Oh, yeah. Like, we have um, amazing rookies and stuff like that. But for a majority of people, it's hard work to get to where they are. And Hinata definitely does that because he's yeah. like, oh, you have you have an aspect that is good for our sport. But you don't have, like, other than that and the determination to want to be better, that's all you have. You don't have the skill set yet. You have to build it up. So yeah. he works and hard to get to where to bring the team to the champions. Yeah, and like you see it happen. You don't it's not just like random time skip or something. You watch him train, you watch it happen, you watch him fail uh repeatedly to and then succeed finally in building his uh skill set and you are cheering him on this whole journey. It is such a wonderful time in my opinion. And then watching them climb through the ranks as a team um uh, from being one of the worst teams to being uh on top of the ladder holy shit is it it's one hell of a sports uh zero to hero journey and i absolutely love it hmm. uh, speaking spe of training I, montages <laughs> I, I was good i because i saw that on your list and i'm like we should go there next <laughs> you want to talk about an amazing sports anime where he's truly a zero to hero Let's talk about Epo from Hajime yes. no Evil, bro. Yes, like, let's go. I literally, quite literally, the main character of Hajime no Epo, Epo, is being bullied. And he's like, fuck, bro, I hate being bullied. I want to fight back. So what does he do? My dude, he learns how to fucking box. Shinoda, <laughs> we he... can fucking hear that in your microphone, goddammit. Oh, sorry. Just like slurps. Like that fucking guy at the movie theater is like, bro, it's empty. Stop. <laughs> I like my thigh iced coffee. What do you want? <sighs> Jesus. We're trying to talk about Epo. We're trying to be real men here and talk okay, about Okay, okay. Talk about Epo. Talk about boxing. Let's yeah. go. Uh, I actually want to talk about the other boxing anime now, too. Megalobox? Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, Megalobox. Megalobox. Okay, okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into that after. Uh, but yeah, Epo's journey to becoming the number one champion. Like he, he originally wants to learn it to just like protect himself, but then he falls in love with the sport and he realizes like there's much bigger fish out there to fry. Like just mm. because you can roast the people who used to um bully you doesn't make you strong. What makes you truly strong is being a champion and having that determination and mindset. And the when best he realized, revenge is living well. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, he is the embodiment of that. Constantly striving to improve himself and defeat the people who stand above him. He wants to contest that with them to prove to himself that he's he can continually get better. And watching him fight, win and lose and stuff like that. It's just, it, I, I'm a sucker for boxing in general. So uh, this might be why I'm biased. But I, I truly believe that for sports shown in, 
Epo probably is my number one pick for uh, hmm. like zero to hero. Because yeah. I can't think of a because everything that Haikyuu does, Epo already did, but like t- twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's still going. The manga is still going. It's older than any of us. Yeah, like it's older that than alone me. is insane to me. Uh, but yeah, I I wish more people today, especially younger anime fans, would give Epo a shot. Because it's so good. And you, you, like you say, you get to watch this person go from someone who's got this, I guess I wouldn't say wide-eyed optimism about boxing, but he gets that wide-eyed optimism once he gets a taste of it. He's like, wow, I could protect myself using these things, or I could just get better and better and just face everyone. Yeah. He truly, like, he, he moves past on the revenge and just like I can just do this as a sport because it's self it's it's uh fulfilling. Yeah. It's self fulfilling for him. Like he he was not whole as a man before he started this and learned his true competitive nature. Hmm. I will say though, if the final fight isn't him beating the shit out of Mike Tyson, what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> what was the actual point all along? I know. <laughs> Hajime no Ippo is actually the prelude to uh, Punch Out, the video game. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously, for anyone out there that is, if you've never heard of Ippo, you've never seen Ippo, go watch Hajime no Ippo or go read the manga. It's fantastic. And the manga is drawn pretty well, for too. A reason. Um, but that brings to... me to Megalobox. Yeah, yeah let's talk because... about Megalobox. I really want to. I... we. We've all seen Megalbox, right? Everyone yes. on, yeah. on the podcast. Like so I, don't, I think I don't know if Ty has, but he's not here, so who cares? <laughs> I absolutely adored the first season of Megalobox just because like the it embodies that it, it it embodies the indomitable human spirit of like wanting to be better and being the champion. Like never mm-hmm. giving up, never surrender. And I, I just absolutely love that about sports manga, where it's like I have a dream to be the champion and they like go so hard at it it's just like yeah yeah and conspiracy your... theories <laughs> and conspiracy theories literally the, the passion that they throw towards it it's it's very relatable because again mm. i played team sports i dreamed of one day being the champions too <laughs> uh, you know what's amazing about megalobox the fact that they do zero to hero twice that's what's crazy that's true that's true so going um, into slight spoilers, um, first season, you know, make it, uh, they win. Second season, like we heard of a second season happening. We're like, why? What's, yeah, he why? Won. What's like, next? Yeah, the, the first what's, season what's definitely seems like next? a complete story. It, it really was. We were just like, this needs no sequel. You could very well ruin what what happened. I don't, I still don't understand it, but they made a second season that's even better in my opinion because he goes back to being a zero um very slight spoilers because it's in the very beginning we find out that he eventually did lose and then he fell on hard times fell to drugs and was struggling in basically the Badlands doing just uh, shitty uh, shows just to buy drugs and keep living. And man, he goes uh, back and 
starts from zero, starts climbing through ranks again. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, but like it's watching the- watching him rise and then fall back down to rock bottom for him to rise back up. Again, a zero to hero twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was and it's one it's, hell of a journey. It, it's it's a great setup too, because you got the the whole like washed up champion trope. It, it's it's yeah. a great setup for a redemption story. No, it really is. I didn't even think of it uh, going that route. That's why it surprised me so much. But I mm. loved it that they did. Yeah. Um, again, another anime. If you haven't seen it, highly recommended. Uh, Just boxing animes soundtrack. are great overall. Yeah. Um, so I have two characters left on my list that I want to talk about. I don't necessarily talk about them back to back, but I want to preface that both of the characters I'm about to talk about, I'm really stretching the term hero with these yeah. characters. Because, yeah, a little bit. Because while they may be protagonists, they certainly don't necessarily act heroic all the time. Um, but they did start from the bottom. The first one I want to talk about is um, the main, uh, well, one of the main characters from Dororo, that is Hyakimaru. So this dude literally starts out being born with no limbs. Like the dude has no arms, no legs, and has like his body parts scattered and, and, and you know, people are, are hoarding them and, you know, demons got them and shit. And so the dude, and he gets abandoned by his parents. Like freaking uh, Moses style goes down the river. <laughs> Didn't he also have no eyes and no skin? Yeah, no eyes, no skin. But like he's got in, in the original story, they kind of modified it for the remake. But in the original story, it's like I think forty eight parts of his body that are missing. Um, and yeah, he gets abandoned by his parents, thrown down the river, gets taken in by this dude who uh, makes artificial limbs and shit for him. Um. And essentially makes an entire artificial body for him. Um, and dude goes on this quest to like collect all of his body parts and slay all these demons that are that are like holding them. And you'd think that as he's regaining his human form, he'd also regain his humanity. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> as he gains more and more of his body parts back, the dude becomes more and more fucking demonic. And so like dead set on just destroying everything in his path. But at the end he stands tall and he's like, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. There's no one left to face me. Fuck off bitches. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's really stretching the hero part, but I mean, he went from zero to, to the top yeah <laughs> zero to the top um yeah it, it's a fun thing to watch because as a viewer you're thinking oh he's gonna become more human therefore he's gonna become you know more relatable no 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 <laughs> the real demons were actually the humans all along that's really <laughs> what it's an analogy for i mean that's only the truth <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's depressing <laughs> yeah, but it's a great story to watch, and I highly recommend Dodo. Whether you're watching the original series from the 1960s or the remake that Mappa did back in 2017, 2018, I can't with, remember. Like, it's all CGI, isn't it? No, 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 no. no, no, no. There, 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 there's a little bit of CGI in the fight scenes, but it's not like a full CGI thing, no. Okay, I've only seen uh, like clips of it, so I, I don't actually know. I do think the the intro or the OP is is CG. Um, 
So maybe that's what, what you're thinking of. Maybe. I... Um, but it's the, the remake is, is really good too. Um, although the, the original is very, very hard to find. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. And the, uh, hold on. This is the only way you can watch it. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, man, really brought up. Hey, fucking shout out to Discotech, man. They bring the uh, best stuff yeah. to DVD. Discotech, sponsor us, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I can talk about the other one that may or may not really be a hero before we move on, if you want me to. <laughs> I do. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting choice. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the second one I want to talk about that falls into this category is Rock from Black Lagoon. Uh, the dude starts out as a salary man and becomes someone who has no problem killing people. No, it's not that he, he, he doesn't directly kill people, but it's more like, again, it's more of a zero to the top of the food chain. Yeah. He, he starts off as a normal salary man who's like bored and... Uh, abandoned by his yeah. company to die and they basically tell him like thanks for your uh time die for us and he's like what the fuck fuck no so then he like he's like he literally gives the middle finger to the guy that's trying to kill him while he, he killed he gets him killed instead and rock transforms fr from this just like normal citizen to this kind of powerful crime lord <laughs> he at least becomes a figure in the city that they live in um I don't think it's Roanoke. It's a, uh, I don't know what it is. I keep forgetting the city's name. Some city up. in Thailand, some city in Thailand. Um, but he, he basically comes to the city and people think like, Oh, he's the new guy. He's just Dutch's um, messenger boy. Cause that's what he starts off as. He's Dutch's messenger mm. boy. He goes around like, thank you for your payment. Oh, I, I can help translate that for you because I, you know, his, his, he's still stuck in his, I'm a freaking office worker mindset. Mm -hmm. And then he eventually becomes this like powerful figure who's like, you don't want to piss him off because this guy has connections. He's got the information he's to intelligent. He's very intelligent. And there's literally an arc where he has the entire city in his hands to do something about um, Roberta when she's like looking for um, her master or not. No, no, no. That was uh, when Roberta's getting revenge. Mm hmm. And then, like, Rock literally is the one who pulls all the strings to, like, to truly christen his title as an evil overlord in the city now. <laughs> he has <laughs> hundreds of people at his disposal to pull off this plan to stop this crazy-ass fucking maid from killing everyone. <laughs> and he only achieves it by using the most dirty means method, dirty means um, way to do it. And mm. that's, like, this is the same episode, uh, same arc where um, Revy is, like, I... I don't like the person that you're becoming because you were you were supposed to be the good who came here. Varanapur, thank you. Thank you, Chinoda. Varanapur, that's where they lived. It's a fictional city in Thailand. But this arc is the exact same arc where he becomes at the top of I'm a evil boss guy now. Mm -hmm. And from this point onward. Uh, oh believe... yeah, that's with the incest twins. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is after that. Was it after that? I thought that <laughs> yeah. was with that. No, no, no. This is Roberta's blood trail in the OV. Right, that OVA was immediately series. after. Which is the yeah. most recent thing that's been released for the series in anime form, at least. Yeah, it was like an OVA four-part series? I think, yeah, I, I think it was done in four parts. But uh, that, that arc in the manga is the arc where Rock really becomes uh, evil because 
prior to this, the arc was the, the when he goes back to Japan and then like it's where he kind of like loses his innocence, right? Where he sees the girl kill herself and he's just like, I couldn't save her. Like he had this complex about like, oh, I'm just I, I'm a normal guy and I won't be an evil person anyway. But then when he realizes like the forces at play here don't care about whether or not you have morals, what matters is we get what we want. And that's when he trying to kind of like that changes him as a person. He has his are we the baddies moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it doesn't have that. He, he just realizes that in the living in the underbelly of society, you've got mm. to learn to deal with some really fucked up shit. Yeah. And the only way to control violence is to meet it with violence in the underdark. Like, that's what he's learned. And that's that's why what in Roberta's blood trail, that's why he chooses to do the methods that he employs to do what he had to do to, like, get Roberta to fucking stop. Yeah, and man, and it's it a great character. Horrifying. Arc. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great character arc to watch. Just it's, it's kind of like that spiral down, but he's spiraling up to the top. <laughs> I mean, his uh, emotions and his morals kind of spiral down, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he keeps Yo. rising. <laughs> yeah, he becomes a crime lord, kind of. Yeah. Be, instead that, of being an errand boy, he's now like a crime lord. So, yeah. Anyway, watch Black Lagoon. It's pretty yeah, good. I love Black Lagoon. Actually, so read Black Lagoon. Yeah, it, it gets a chapter update every like four or five months. So yeah, if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. Uh, I hope that doesn't end up like Berserk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not say that. Can you not? Can you not? Yeah, I know. Remember what you did last time, Alex? Uh, you keep that death no power to yourself. <laughs> I, I just want to say there's a certain American who's 99 years old. It'll be 100 in December. Oh, God. I'm not going to say the name because apparently that kills them. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, does that make Dio the same thing? What? What? Dio. From JoJo's? Oh, yeah. yeah. The a same hero, thing as what? Zero to Hero? Yeah. I, he's definitely not a hero. <laughs> yeah, but like same thing as Rock. I mean, yeah, you could argue that because once he discovers the power of the stone mask, he mm. becomes like he he finds the MacGuffin, which in which makes him the <laughs> vampire lord, the vampire lord that like continually harasses. The Remember when JoJo's was about gothic horror? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now it has dancing thinking? twinks. What a glow up! What a glow up! <laughs> Oh man! But anyway. uh, yeah, I, I guess you could say that that Dio kind of fits that a little bit. Yeah, he truly finds the MacGuffin in which that makes him strong. So hmm. you could, but I don't know. It did was he? Yeah, and he was a zero. Like he he was from the bottom of society. His dad was a uh, he was a peasant drunk. Yeah, he was a peasant. He was super poor, and it's because he gets through luck. He gets or, huh, through luck through skill. He gets adopted into the Joe Star family. I think you mean through pluck. <laughs> what? Do you, you remember the scene where uh, was it? Um, Zeppeli gives him the sword, and it's like the sword is named Luck, and he's like, "But for you, I name it Pluck." <laughs> Stupid. No, I did not remember that scene at all. Neither do I. All right, Chinoda. I don't um, agree with your uh, next choice here. <laughs> not only because I hate this fucking sh anime and manga and light novel, um, because he he never truly becomes a hero. 
despite the name. Who is he a hero to? He has no self growth. It's like there's no, there's nothing. Should probably mention who the fuck we're talking about. We're talking about Naofumi from Shield Hero. Go on. All right, we can move on now. Why? Uh, why That's it. Why is he? So he definitely starts off as a zero. Yeah, but not really. Because uh-uh, he starts off no, with, as a no, zero. He doesn't. You know why? Because spoilers for the show that I really don't give a fuck about, Shield Hero. Um, now Fumi becomes summoned as one of the four heroes in this world, the Shield Hero, who's the strongest and greatest hero of them all. But the main religion hates that the fact that he's the strongest hero, and also he cares about demi humans. So they call him the worst hero and the weakest hero but in reality he's actually the strongest hero he never started from zero bro but he's no kind one of knew that he didn't know he? that and he legitimately had to work hard uh to get to where he was like he didn't yeah. just get his uh he got his one power but then everything else hard, bro. no his class is set to be exponential growth it's supposed to be shitty grind at the beginning but it like exponentially grows all right the other classes are baseline linear growth, right? Spear hero, sword hero, and whatever the fuck the other hero was. I don't bow hero. Yeah, bow. I think. Yeah, they're all linear and they they don't they don't scale in power. But the shield hero scales in power because the more he defends and the, the stronger convictions that he has, the stronger he becomes. Right? Like when his intentions were just revenge, he was leveling up slowly because he was a piece of shit person. Right. It's only when he starts protecting other people and realizing the the true potential of the shield hero that he becomes strong because he finally because like I said the shield hero is not weak <laughs> he's strong that's why the church hates him that's why Can I tell John really hates this show <laughs> I really I you can't hate something unless you analyze it to the depth that I have okay this I hate this show he is neither a zero nor does he be he, He's a hero because of the stupid title, but sure. But he did not start at zero, all right? His personality had not much of a change. He's still the same shitty person other than the fact that, well, I'm stronger now, so now you have to listen to me. That's it. That's literally all that happens. What did he do? I feel like he grew as a person a bit from... No, he didn't. He didn't grow as a person. He literally doesn't take revenge on people because he thinks he's higher than them. He's mightier than them. Like, oh, I'm not like you. I'm not a piece of shit. And then the author has the audacity to make these people who fucked him over get fucked over anyway by the world because he they he's like, oh, see how pure of heart now Fumi is? He, he's such a strong guy, but he doesn't have to dirty his hands, so the world will do it for them. Like, fuck off, dude. You can't have your cake and eat it too, man. Anyway, I hate this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. How are you gonna top that, Shinoda? I don't know if I can. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. Like, I, I do have a chose poorly, Shinoda. I do have I do have a question though, in regards to like the whole topic itself. Now Fumi is kind of like a chosen one, right? Like he gets summoned, so he doesn't really have a choice. Right. So, like, does a chosen one type of hero really qualify as someone who's zero to hero because they were chosen by oh, yeah. some no, otherworldly force. No. So he's a zero because he comes in and he's at level one and he's just a normal dude. He doesn't know how the world operates. Okay. He's just a kid. So that uh, background set works. That's fine. And then the MacGuffin is, oh, we grant you this holy power. Now go level up. Hmm. 
But my issue is that he literally gets the strongest class. And only because of the fuckery of the church is he weak. If it was in any okay. other world where they treated all four heroes the same, he would have started at, like, max level. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Go for yeah. it, Chinoda. Refute me, Chinoda. Please. I'm almost afraid to. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. on edge. You, I can see your knife is out and ready to stab. <laughs> There's a vein Christ. in his neck that's just throbbing right now. There are very few shows that I actually hate to this point. Okay? <laughs> to truly know how much I hate it, that's how much, uh, how well I know it is a, a fucking, I don't know what the word I'm trying to go for here, is a testament. Okay? The fact that I had to read all of this and got to the end of the fucking light novel just to like <laughs> you so I could fully Yes, I fucking finished it. So I, I could fully shit on this stupid fucking novel. I rage read that shit. I swear to god if this doesn't become a clip, I I don't it's not even worth doing this anymore. Just just clip out this whole thing of you ranting against Shield Hero. Please. Oh god, gotcha. please don't, don't choke. Don't choke to death. <laughs> Please cut this whole thing out so I can you upload know what? I, it. I welcome anyone who loves Shield Hero or even remotely likes Shield Hero to defend Naofumi as a zero to hero. Please. <laughs> I will come me. onto the YouTube comments myself and I will fucking debate you. <clears throat> or join our Discord server. He'll wreck you there too. While he's giving you thigh counts from Ryza. <laughs> oh. You know who's a really good zero to hero though? Let me talk about Lelouch. My boy Lelouch. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So Lelouch doesn't technically start at zero because he's a very smart individual, but mm. I consider him a zero to hero because he's zero in the sense that he may be smart, but he has literally zero backing or power to make him um, to do anything to change his circumstances or the world. Because mm. he gets born into this world, his mother literally gets murdered in front of his eyes, and his sister gets paralyzed. And he just, he hates the world. He's like, the world fucking sucks. It's full of shit. The fuck the 1%, fuck the, pa uh, the patriarchy, no, fuck the monarchy. Um, and then he gets this MacGuffin called the Gias, where he just like randomly, for some, I don't remember why he stops playing chess to go save um, the witch. I actually don't remember why. Because plot. <laughs> because plot. He just like gets interested in like, oh, I'm going to go follow this chase and, it ends up like going into this warehouse where he become anyway. Points point is, he has a MacGuffin called the Gias, and the this is where you say. the Gias you say, <laughs> Lush v Britannia commands you. It's funny because he literally is zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally becomes a hero, alter ego zero, of uh, to do political changes in the world. So he takes his overpowered skill. He learns its limits and stuff like that. And at first you're like, oh, well, he's overpowered and he can like, you know, he's scaling to the top. But as it turns out, the Gias is not unique to Lelouch. Hmm. <laughs> other people also have this power. So he has to learn how to outwit them, not only with his smarts and his skills, but everything. He uses everything at his disposal to make the world a better place. And... Including, but not limited to, cold-blooded murder. <laughs> yeah, literally murdering people. Again, stretching that, stretching that hero thing. <laughs> I think he's a hero because he does everything for the good of the world at the end. 
he realizes like that's what all villains say john (laughs) listen (laughs) the ends justified the means thanos was right thanos was right okay scar calm down (laughs) he's a hero in my opinion because of everything he did for he did for the world for the betterment of the world though there were some things that happened that were outside of his control that, that got innocence involved he had to do the necessary evils to poor, destroy this poor, poor, poor table coon. <laughs> no, get out of here. Fuck. You couldn't save Fuck table coon. Poor, poor, literal billions of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I just think that. Listen, him, him growing as a character and realizing that the power of the Gias was not omnipotent. All right. When he accidentally murders like a couple thousand innocent people. <laughs> Uh, mm. was great. I thought it was great growth because it shows that there are things that even he, this really smart character that you get introduced to, doesn't know and can't plan for. And he and it's great. Too. It's great that the people that created the anime realized that once they got to the end of the second season, the character arc was done, and they yeah, didn't need to that, make any amazing. more. <laughs> it was amazing. God, I will never forgive them. The true villains of the story. <laughs> yeah, the true villains of Code Geass are the people who decided that two seasons weren't enough. There are only oh. two seasons in Bossing Say. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all I got for Lelouch. I thought. I it mean, was yeah, it, it, it's a. It's, I think it's. A, I think it's a good choice. Because he's not your traditional zero to hero, in my opinion. Because he doesn't start at zero, and he doesn't. I mean, he's obviously not. He's not a hero in the perspective of a shonen show, but in my opinion, he's a hero because of the because of saving the world because he knew exactly what the world needed to like stop destroying itself yeah and also code Geass in general uh plays into one of my absolute favorite character tropes at the very end <laughs> i can't what? say what it is because it's a spoiler oh yeah I mean, a heroic sacrifice whatever that means yeah sure yeah <laughs> i oh, love that trope so much i so... hate this show i hate i hate don machi Oh God! Here we go again. But John, John. But unlike, string. but unlike with Naofumi from Shield Hero, I will say you're right. Bell does have zero to hero makings. I would say that he his MacGuffin is really dumb. Um, and how the world kind of just like he's got like in an RPG, this dude has like plus ninety nine in luck. Okay, it, it's <laughs> bullshit. But you can say that's a power. What's okay? luck? It was like double XP rate or something. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. But he's also, um, I don't know. You know, I don't care. I don't even care about this spoiler. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something else about like, oh, he was always meant to be strong. But I mean, whatever. MacGuffins. You can have MacGuffins as long as you start from zero because he does put in the work. You are, you are correct. Yeah. He puts in the work to become stronger and he learns and grows as a person. I will say, however, that bullshit there's so much bullshit that's like it shouldn't have went your way but it did bell and i hate that i hate that for you let's i just want to say he's not putting in the work in the right areas because he should have plowed hestia by now (laughs) (laughs) jesus alex uh, alex said he better be farming those fields yeah he needs to be (laughs) reaping the reaping what he sows my dude So Just that's get my pregnant, only get point. Get pregnant, get pregnant, Machi. get pregnant, get pregnant. <laughs> oh god. I hate I don't like Don Machi, but I, I can agree that it's zero to hero. Hmm. Um I don't know why anyone else would like to watch Don Machi. 
other than because like, it actually Hestia. gets better and better every goddamn season. Because because Hestia's breasts get bigger and bigger every season. <laughs> every <laughs> every season. season. <laughs> um, shit, you actually said most of what I was gonna say. Um, again, so, I I know the things I hate very well. <laughs> to truly hate something, you must really know it. <laughs> I'm gonna just say, I admit that Don Maji is bad and it's trash, but I still feel compelled to watch it. He's got the I look will... of a hentai protagonist. Okay? Yes, and he doesn't have a hentai protagonist haircut. <laughs> I will disagree on the fact that it actually gets better writing and it does become progressively better as it goes on. It starts off mediocre at best, but then it improves and it constantly keeps on improving. So I will say there is very much a good reason to start it off and keep watching because the writing does get better as you go along with it. Okay. And everyone grows um, in the world as well. And multiple things happen. You see everyone growing as well. And I really like that. But sticking to the Zero to Hero thing, you see Bell uh, put in the work. And while he does have a MacGuffin built in, uh, basically, he doesn't just get to reap the benefits of that. He has to work his ass off on it and you see him getting fucked multiple times uh yeah, while like trying whole, to like, get better i mean not like my hero but deku puts in the work you know bell does put in the work i agree on that mm. point yep. i will say though i think it's more interesting to watch the side characters than bell i wouldn't disagree with that <laughs> i'm not gonna heavily disagree with that i'm not gonna fully agree with that because i do love watching bell but I do love the world overall as well, so I can't completely disagree. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. Watch Dunmachi. STS <laughs> and STS are great. Yeah. Just watch the porn. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Anyway, I so I put this on my list because Natai actually wanted to say this for some reason. He says Natai suggested this, so I was like, I guess. We could kind of call him a zero to hero, but guts from Berserk. Now he's if suffering a... is his character growth, then yes, he's zero yeah, to hero. Because <laughs> Guts from Berserk is not a traditional zero to hero in the sense that he becomes someone who saves the world or anything. But he's a zero to hero, in my opinion, of character growth. Because mm. he starts off like as a, a battle slave and you know, being assaulted and stuff like that, sexually assaulted and being Thrown around basically as a battle slave. You know, I don't care if you die and I'm going to sell your asshole to the next highest bidder. And, you know, he's bitter and hates the world. And watching him grow as a person to get over that trauma and stuff like that, the growth that he has, where he experiences so much suffering and then so much loss, and then for him to find his humanity back again, it, it's great. I love watching that. And I, I think it's a really good story. It's kind of not like a zero to hero, though, because, again, you know, like what it, I guess our def definition of what hero is like in a self-improvement aspect, he is the hero of his own story for mm -hmm. sure. He definitely went from zero to hero in this aspect, not in to like too angry the world, to die <laughs> from too angry to die to not wanting to die to protect your friends. Mm. Friendship is magic all along. <laughs> My little pony. <laughs> <laughs> Berserk and My Little Pony, two things that couldn't be any further apart, but they had the same fucking message. 
Oh, man. It's ah, kind of funny. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they hated him because he told the truth. <laughs> Wait, does that mean like, well, ho- what, who is Guts and My Little Pony then? Can we not? No. Can we not <laughs> like, get into this? Okay. You joke, but I, I have definitely seen someone draw Guts as a pony from no, My Little Pony. No fucking way. Dude, the fucking Brody, like, fandom is weird, right? <sighs> yeah. Right, I guess <laughs> they're really look weird. This up. Oh, <laughs> He's gonna look it up. He's gonna look up Brony art. Oh God, oh, you're no. in, you're in for a rabbit hole, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I really wish Natai yeah. was here so he could explain more about why he thinks guts uh, from Berserk is a zero to hero because that's mm. the only thing I could think of when I put it down. I, I think it's it's probably similar to what you're thinking. Like it's more of a character growth thing than anything else. I mean, wow, that, that's how that I look is at a it. muscled pony. <laughs> uh, yeah guts i mean guts besides being a great character is, is fun to watch go on his journey of like personal growth and i guess he's a hero in the eyes of like he goes around and kills monstrosities for people not for the That's... good of the people but he, just because he just wants to kill them <laughs> so yeah <laughs> again that's like eh, he's not much of a hero in this world there's like a bunch of suffering he doesn't do things for the good of people oh he does it because he wants to go punch your boss <laughs> oh there's suffering there's lots of suffering yeah because like uh the like the cultist thing uh arc where he goes and fights the cultists and it's like does he do it to save the refugees no he does it because he wants to go punch your boss <laughs> He's got to go kill the demon, not because he cared about the suffering of the refugees or the corruption in the court. No, not did it lead? Not. Did it lead to some other good things? Sure, sure, <laughs> but that wasn't the point. <laughs> no, the point was you have a devil over here that knows something about the people I need to fucking kill, so I'm gonna go fight you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's guts uh, in a nutshell, though. Yeah, like is. he he does he does these things that you know superficially seem heroic but he didn't do them to be heroic no and in the same vein i i wrote this hastily as we were talking earlier but rudy from mishoka tensei is oh that's a bold choice so he's a hero in the same um aspect as guts with the self-growth because character growth yeah the character growth because he is the hero of his own story and his journey is going from learning to be a shit person who jacks off to lowly hentai when on his parents um funeral day funeral day to a guy who actually cares about saving other people and you know he grows as a person mm. and i i think it's a great story watching someone being so watching a piece of shit grow up to be an actual like respectable human being it's it's just a shame that people who watch it don't get that message from rudy <laughs> They just see the yeah. person he used to be, and it's like, well, he can never change. It's like, no, that's the point of the fucking that's story. The literal goddamn. point. <laughs> he learns how he re- he learns restraint, dude. Like he literally. Okay, whatever. He's, like, the point is, they see him <laughs> fail, and it's like, well, you can't fail on your personal growth journey. No, that's what personal growth is about. Yeah, <laughs> taking like one step forward, but two steps back. Like it sucks, but you know, every a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Yeah. So, and occasionally you're gonna falter. Like that's the yeah. fucking point. And I think I think Rudy is a really good like example of this because like the dude uh, when he gets reincarnated has to start out from a literal zero, being born. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like so. 
I don't remember who said it, but it's just because you take two steps, uh, one step forward and two steps back doesn't mean anything because it's the determination to take another step and continuing to take the, the next step. I believe it was Arnold who said that where um, um, someone, I think it was on Reddit or something. They drew an AMA. He was like, Hey Arnold, like I love you, man. Uh, how do I stay I know exactly what you're motivated? About, yeah. And he's like, motivation comes and goes. What it's going to get you through this is the determination to do it again and again, to always get up and move forward. That's what's going to get you through all of it. And, you know, I think Rudy embodies that a lot because regardless of how many times he fucks up and like, cause he continually fucks up. He continues to fuck up in season two. Right. But he still moves forward and he still grows as a person. And that's what it's about. The journey I... to like the journey to become a better person in his mind because like i you can you can say that when he first starts the journey he's like i'm just going to be a better person i'm not going to be a piece of shit like it's it's people make that claim all the time i'm gonna mm-hmm. you know when i'm fucking in showering i'm i'm gonna hit the gym today i'm gonna i'm gonna get those gains and then you know fucking now five burritos later i'm like nah <laughs> nah man <laughs> so uh, i would argue that in the same vein that vinland saga is a great character study of the character of thorfinn uh, Mashoku Tensei or Jobless Reincarnation is a great character study of Rudy. Yeah, no, it, it is a uh, very much a parallel. Uh, I can't wait for someone that. to. I can't wait for someone to criticize a season that comes out for there being too much talking. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I mean they will, but we'll just ignore them and go on. Yeah, because like in in all media, a hero's journey isn't black and white a hero's journey can be saving the world a hero's journey can be saving himself mm-hmm. and for guts it can and be both rudy yeah for guts and rudy they both go on journeys to save themselves hmm. yeah no well, they happen to save the world they also happen to save the world but that's not the point they happen to save the lives of a lot of people along the way but that isn't the point <laughs> yeah and thorfinn too in that same and, sense yeah um I love when they when writers do stuff like that, like especially when they're in the, in the same vein. They're also creating a fantastic world for these characters to inhabit. It's so fun to watch. And I think uh, that something that anime and Japanese uh, manga and stuff don't really have a lot of is uh, a lot of self journey with inner demons, the inner struggle. Like that's mm. something that I think American comics embodies a lot, like with Logan and um who else was I thinking of? There was someone else that I was like, oh yeah, like Batman and stuff and all the stuff. Or like Tony Stark. Tony Stark, you know, being a shitty, just the the fact that oh my god, what's her name? Brie Larson plays her. Uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Female Logan. Um, the American comics really have that like <clears throat> fighting your inner demons and the torment that you feel over everything to like improve yourself but also like you gotta you gotta save the world too i think mm. it's interesting that we we focus a lot on that like uh it's also like that with uh in spawn it's like that it's kind of a thing in american fiction in general there's a lot of american fiction that focuses on people fighting their own inner demons it's not just you know comic books yeah and i just think that it's a i, I definitely don't know of very many japanese media that do, that do that type of story because it's always like the self journey is more about like just improving yourself, but not battling demons. Hmm. It, you think maybe it's because Japanese culture in general is just very private about things like that. Maybe. I don't know. It is. People don't really discuss their inner demons publicly. And so the yeah. a Japanese fiction just doesn't delve into it. 
very often. I mean, other than Megalobox, because again, you know, <laughs> getting yeah. addicted to drugs and then fighting, then getting off of drugs and then becoming a better person again. That's I, a... I am happy. I'm, I'm happy to see that there's more anime and manga that are starting to delve into that, though. Like with Mashoku Tensei or well, even uh, Vinland Saga also. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Chinoda, do you want to finish this off with uh, an anime that no one anymore watches? <laughs> yeah. Other than me and you, Alex. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, show watched the entirety of the original Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> really? Oh, I know all 160 some episodes. Wow. Even I haven't seen the original. I'm only watching the uh, remake. It's available on High Dive. Yes, it is. <laughs> Exclaimer, we are not... Uh... <laughs> sponsored by high dive. i'm still i'm still upset with myself that i didn't like pull the trigger on that uh blu-ray box set that they did for the original series it was like eight hundred dollars but if you think about it no. it's the if you think oh about it in terms of cost per episode it's the cheapest box set they've ever made sentai's it's ever still made 800 goddamn dollars and they only made i think was it 500 of them so yeah that's a know, bit man. much like, that's a bit much i'd rather spend that on like a rise of statue to be honest <laughs> <laughs> um well you're gonna have to add about another twenty four thousand dollars on top of that <laughs> so yang Wen lee from legend of the galactic heroes now this was a just an ordinary dude and all he pretty much had was brains. And that that's pretty much it. He had no special other skills. Um he had no genius anything. He uh he was a little bit of a genius, but like he was very laid back. He didn't want to get into much. He ended up uh getting into military service just because he wanted to help his fellow citizens out. Uh and I am simplifying the story very much to avoid a lot of spoilers yeah, a lot <laughs> yeah a lot of spoilers um and it ends up he, he he ends up rising through the ranks because he kept on they everyone around him kept on recognizing oh shit they, this is something special we have over here we need to uh keep this going and rise him to the top and he keeps on going that way, and he very much does become not just an important person in his government. He becomes an important person in the universe itself because of uh, what he says and does. But he very much started from the bottom just because he wanted to help his fellow citizens out, and he had a moral and philosophical uh, set point about it. Yeah, and that's what makes a uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, uh, Yang Wen Li story, so amazing. The great thing about Legend of Galactic Heroes is all the characters, whether they're main characters, side characters, whether they're a character you only see for an episode or two, they all have backstories just as intricate. <laughs> Which is really fucking cool. Like whether you love them or hate them, there is actual backstory for everyone, and it is so cool. Oh, 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 shit, shit. Oh, 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 oh my oh, God. Chinoda, oh. are you okay? <laughs> his headphones right, came off. What happened? Oh, uh, my God. He's bald. My God, he's got no hair. 
Yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was getting hot, I, so I took care of it. I mean, it. you're not wrong. Oh, understandable. Understandable. Very understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> I can feel the air. I'm like an airbender now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, Legend of Galactic Heroes, more people should go back and watch the original show because while, yes, the animation has been dated significantly, um, it's... It's so bright. It's shining off my head. I know. <laughs> yeah, bro, but... I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, same on you. <laughs> go on, Alex. I'm sorry. It's definitely worth watching if, you, uh, if, ne- if you've never watched it. Um, and you don't have to spend $800 to watch it. And the cool part is you don't have you can choose to watch the old one or the new one. Both of them are excellent, is the yeah. thing. I've they only don't seen change clips the story. The one. Yeah. They they don't change the story too much with the new one. I just wish they actually had like a proper release schedule. Yeah. But the original didn't have a proper release schedule either, so it's on brand. <laughs> the original But the did, fantastic they, thing is uh because they're taking their sweet time with it, it actually comes out very well yes. animated and do, do you guys everything's know, good about it do you guys know the story of how the original legend of galactic heroes was distributed because the entire thing is an ova series all yeah. 160 plus episodes are an ova series you had to be subscribed to a very specific magazine in japan to get these and they would ship the tapes the vhs tapes to your fucking house <laughs> oh, i think each tape had like two or three episodes on it yeah, the release behind the OG Legend of the Galactic Heroes is beyond wild. It's crazy. And the fact I... that it's made it so long as a franchise is next goddamn level. I don't in in the in the era of like VHS and mail order, I don't know how OVA series ever survived. <laughs> Through passion of us weebs. That's I how. guess. Yeah. I guess. Passion I of the weeb. <laughs> I, I don't I wonder if anyone still has the full collection of those tapes in Japan. Man. Probably knowing so. them. Probably. There's a pretty prevalent scene of like um, preserving old media in Japan. Mm. There's a lot of retro stores and stuff. You can find a lot of retro stuff over there. Just the thing about VHS is those tapes do wear out after a while, even if they're not being used. Like the, the film just kind of starts to deteriorate. Just like my internet connection, bro. What the heck, you roboting? <laughs> oh God, I see it. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, the good thing is it doesn't matter because we're at the very end of what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of our list of zero to hero anime characters that we wanted to talk about on uh, this Labor Day. Um, do let us know down below in the comments if there are any characters that you think fit this category. Um, like I said, in terms of power, status, strength, intelligence, uh, whatever, that you think we left out and should have talked about. Um, maybe uh, one day we'll do a part two to this and talk about more Zero to Hero anime characters. Um, but uh, until that time, do leave a like if uh, you liked what you saw here. Subscribe if you're new here and want to see more. We put out new episodes of the Anime Club After Dark podcast every single Monday. Um, what else? What else? That's about it. Um, also, check down below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitter, on Discord. Uh, we also have a link to our merch store down there where you can buy uh, ACAD branded merchandise and really help us out. Um, and that's it. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. It's not called Twitter anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs>
text now. Oh shit. You knew what I meant. <laughs> I did. Everyone and their mother still calls it Twitter. <laughs> They're not called retweets anymore either. They're called reposts. Yeah. Oh, sweet. We're going the Tumblr route. <laughs> I, yeah, kinda. <laughs> kinda. It always comes back to Tumblr. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. 